every morning when I wake up, uh, money on my mind, go time to get kicked up, uh, sunshine coming through my blinds, I'm living, but, really though, it's never enough, 10 billion, that's a must, living in California, everybody wanna visit, alright everybody, welcome to another episode of my so-called LA Life, my name is Natalia, and this is my lovely co-host, Eric Sanchez here. And if you heard other episodes, or this is your first one, I always say this is a survival guide or kit to living in these crazy mean streets of L.A. And also a documentation of my life and everybody else's life and everything that's going around and all its glorious bullshit. And uh, it was just Memorial Day weekend. It was. And everybody was out and about. Most of the people were in Vegas or Palm Springs. I didn't go anywhere. Did you do anything good or uh, fun? I, I worked. I worked. I did. Uh, I can't do the whole. I can't do the Vegas thing anymore. I have Facebook to remind me that every... you can't do the Vegas thing. No, no, no. Around <laughs> this time, you know, Facebook's like, hey, uh, seven years ago, you were drunk and taking pictures uh, in mirrors in Vegas. So no, uh, I stayed home and worked uh, like a like a real LA veteran. Well, that's great. I I want to take this time to just talk about it's it is summertime and it just started and it just gives me a little bit of reminder of not to get caught up. Oh, don't get caught up. Don't get caught up. And and I think that's a big reminder in anything that you do in LA. And for me getting caught up means this. It's becoming so involved with a person, a situation or even your a certain lifestyle that you really be just become oblivious to the reality of any situation. Right. So so how would you describe like from a personal way? Let's say you're a girl, right? How would you get caught up here in LA? Okay. If I were a little bit younger, definitely like being a whore. Like whoring around would definitely be one of the things that would definitely all get caught up in. Because for sure. You for because sure you have no time to like actually do work or anything because you're too No, busy. absolutely not. If Whore. if I was in my early twenties, early to mid twenties, I would definitely just be out and about every single night. And all these like bougie hotels, the Peninsula, the Montage, like the Beverly Hills Hotel, getting free martinis from random rich old dudes. And I'll totally be completely caught up in that. And thank God that I'm not in my 20s anymore. So I actually have to work for a living now. But I think there's other certain things that you can actually do in the city and for young, this is more for the younger crowd, I think. Okay, for sure, if you're listening. If you're listening, the younger crowd. And I want to say the first thing, when you first move to the city, and, you know, it's all glitzy and it's glamorous, and everybody, everybody's selling you some sort of bullshit and some sort of dream, and you come exactly. here for that. They're you, telling you what you want to hear. Exactly. You're great, you're beautiful, you're young, you know, Exactly. You're you, you're, you can make it, you're my muse. You, you, hey, whoa, 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 hey. <laughs> You're she my muse. is my muse, okay? He says that all the time. I won't get caught up on that. Okay. Anyway, so the first thing that you cannot get caught up in LA is do not accept a personal assistant position. Oh, that's a red flag right there. What does that mean to you? Um, okay, so if someone asks for an assistant, right, they're probably like a club promoter. Because everyone knows club promoters have way too much shit to do. And they need some help. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they need some help. Wait, what, like, is, what does a club promoter actually need an assistant for? I mean, someone has to, like, 
suck his dick when no one else is around. I like mean, powder someone has his to go balls. by the coat. <laughs> someone has to wake him up by two because he has a meeting at the Roosevelt. Um, there's at a six lot o'clock. Of, actually, you know what? That's a really good position and available all over Hollywood. But a personal assistant for a girl is the easiest way to get caught up because you're being hired by a guy who wants to have sex with you. That's straight up. Everyone understands that. Okay. So pretty much you're saying... If you want to work for somebody, not get paid, and get sexually harassed on a daily basis, go ahead and be a personal assistant just 100%, to anybody at this point. It sure. could be a producer. It could be a director. It could be a promoter. It could just pretty much be a taxi cab driver at this point. And it just, you know, just stay away from those from those sleazeballs and all those sharks around here and that says, oh, you know what? You can come work for me. I'll pay you $12 an hour cash. Because that's, I think that's the starting rate, 12 hours, $12 an hour, well, right? For sure, for sure. And then let's see how it goes. And in a month, if it works out really well, we'll go up to 15 and then 18. And then, you, I mean, you're, you're you're so happy. You just moved in from I don't know where. And you're like, I just moved in. I'm going to be the personal assistant to the best club promoter in LA. <laughs> and I get to all the parties. I get to go to all the parties and I always have a free table with loving giving that Sky Vodka away for free. I think that's the most, that's like the sneakiest way of getting caught up because the other one is on Molly all the time for no reason. And she's like, <laughs> emotional. she's like, why am I so emotional? You're like, bitch, it's like you've been on Molly for four okay, days straight. So, so, <laughs> so you're actually going out there and trying to get a job. And then you got the shittiest job possible, but you don't know this yet. And then you're getting a job for someone who has like crazy issues with his penis and just like weird shit. And then all of a sudden you're like cornered in an office and you're like, well, that was weird. And you're like, mom. Well, you're pretty much you're pretty much getting hired by somebody that doesn't have a steady paycheck, by the way, because all these sure. like all these promoters work on commission. And guess what? When things are not going well and when they're not selling tables and they're not packing the place in, honey, you ain't getting paid. The only thing you're going to be doing is down on your knees. So, True. so tell me another uh, another way in your opinion, because you're a girl here in Hollywood. You have right. to go through this audition and, and stuff. Then I, you know I, I, and I really have to say this. And I and I am I'm really bad at this. And maybe it's because I'm jealous a little bit. But I mean, that's social media shit, man. Everybody's so caught up on that. Everybody is so caught up on that that it's not even reality anymore. It's just like it's just like a lifeline. It's like breathing nowadays. Right, it's right. like I need water. I need oxygen. I need sunlight and I need to post something. On like Instagram now before nine o'clock or I won't get enough posts. Oh my God, I Ex- missed it. Exactly. Fuck. So I, I feel like it's, it's creating, I call it like a modern day panhandling. Like it, it's just pretty much girls or guys being out there pretty much. It's definitely after, both. It's, yeah. It's both. It's both. And they're being completely thirsty. They're just out there, just pretty much asking for a dollar bill. You might as well be one of those bums in, in downtown asking for like 50 cents every time you post something because they post for likes. And then they post for likes to get these followers then to have people so you can promote shit on it and get paid for. But, but have you noticed like, I, I just saw something on social media and it was a girl that we hired for something, right? Yeah. Um, cute, whatever. And uh, she she posts, like, why am I so miserable? I don't deserve to be treated like this, blah, blah, right? Why are you like posting basic, that shit? Okay, some basic attempt for some, right, attention. On top of the attention she already seeks by posting all these pictures of her tits and her ass all the time. Okay, so... 
she's like nobody respects so me but no here's one, my exactly. here's my booty hole exactly no but then, but then <laughs> nobody like, respects me but then there's that post right so then there's that post and then the girl her friend who likes that post and why i'm looking into all this shit i'm sorry people because you're falling into I'm, it I'm, you're following into the I'm social media stalking girls with big booty. No, no, okay so look okay so <laughs> the one friend who's like oh like yes like you go girl you tell them on the next like snapchat is the whole with her at the club and they ho- and they're hoeing like and they're hoeing together so you're so caught up that in one sense you are doing exactly what you don't want people to treat you like right you're there like hoeing right and yeah. then on the reverse you're, you're like, like why does nobody like, love I me i have i have two i have 2000 likes on these pictures someone in that 2000 loves me so much where are they? They're not the motherfucking club. No, and let me tell you something, sweetheart. They're if in the you're, room jacking off right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you're posting your tits and your ass and then asking why does nobody respect me, then you're barking up the wrong tree. You know exactly what you're doing. You can't have both of both worlds. You can't, like, portray yourself like this overly sexual person and then at the same time be like, Oh, wait, but I'm not really like that. You have to get to know me. Guess what? We don't want to get to know you. I've seen your tits and your asshole. That's all I need to know from you. That's done. Okay. You, you, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's done. There, uh, we're not going to sit here and talk about religion and politics at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, I'm done exactly. with you. I like, like your... what are your worldviews? Yeah, like, I don't care anymore. I mean, other I've seen, than side boot. Yeah, like, I've seen your tits way too many times to care about, because you're talking to me about your worldviews on peace or equality, and all I can think about is the nip slip that you let everybody see on Instagram oh, or ju- Snapchat. I actually just had one on a shoot <laughs> that I was on. And yes, that is the easiest way to get caught up. Absolutely. Social media is just delusions of grandeur. I fall, I fall victim to it. You fall I victim, fall to, victim it. to it. We have to do it because of social media. And I'm even the worst because I'm like the queen of selfies. But the reason, actually, the reason I'm the queen of selfies, and this is a real true story, my camera for like for reverse, so I can take pictures of things that are going outside doesn't work and it hasn't been working for like four months and i'm just too cheap to change it so i can only take pictures of myself so that's why i've been taking selfies for the last four or five months it's it's all about the cheapness at this point it has really nothing to do with being self-absorbed whatsoever um i don't believe you so i have i have a i have a quick question for you yeah okay so you know, I produce things. I, Absolutely. You're, you're actually a great producer. I appreciate that. Um, so there's a model that I want to work with, and I have I wrote a thing for her and stuff. And um, she's available. She's ready. Let's go. Right? Mm-hmm. Right when it's about the time, now she's in love. Oh, God. And now every post is about her and this guy. She's hugging her, blah, blah, blah. She can't, she can't return my texts or my emails but she could post every five minutes how much she's in love, in love, in love, in love, in love. Why does this in love thing ruin your focus? That's like another way to get caught up. It's. I think that's pretty much, out of all the things that we talked about, I think that's pretty much one of the worst caught ups that you can ever actually have. Like you can't be in because, love to be successful in this town, no, right? No, absolutely not. You cannot give your heart away. You Guess what's going to happen? They're going to just spit on it and just drive over it with their car. <laughs> you cannot give your heart away. You, you 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 need to be stone cold in this in this town in order to get things done. And I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm I'm looking at it as a businesswoman, you know? You cannot and then you cannot mix that personal life 
with your outside, what it, whatever it is that you really want to do. Like if you come here, you want to be a writer or you want to be a nurse or you want to be anything. Who cares? I moved to LA from Germany because I want to be the nurse. Exactly. If even if you, <laughs> that sounds no. like a that sounds like a we, weird dominatrix like video. Yeah. It's called the nurse. I am the nurse on Monday. I am the nurse on Tuesday. I am the Catholic schoolgirl on Wednesday. <laughs> That's so, why they came to LA. Exactly to be the nurse. <laughs> that's funny, actually. And that's actually not being at all caught up. Look, if you end up being a dominatrix or something, you're making real money, you're doing something freaky, you're taking advantage of it, that's actually being successful. That's no? being successful. And, and I'm at sure... At least you're not an assistant. And I'm, sure, and I'm sure that dominatrix is not out there trying to post stuff about, oh, me and Bay going to the beach. Oh, me exactly. and Bay at freaking no Whole Foods. On, oh, me and Bay cooking the worst lasagna I've ever seen on Instagram. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh God. Stop with those horrible foods uh, posts, please. And all the caught-up people on social media, stop posting words on a picture app that's about pictures <laughs> of, like, the world. Like, there's people who post, like, the mountains, right? And you post, like, some stupid inspirational quote that you're re- Quoting fucking Diddy or something? Like, what the fuck? Who Sorry. quotes Diddy? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I like Diddy. Wait, wait, when was the last know. time any P. Diddy or Puffy Combs or Sean Combs ever had anything inspirational that I actually want to quote? It's freaking. What are take we that. like? This is not 1999 right now, all right? Nobody knows yeah. about P. Diddy. I like that. That was a good <laughs> one when he said that. Yeah. All right, all right. Anyway. Well, don't get caught up out there because there's so many distractions in this town. Too many distractions. And not only these distractions will hold you back from where you actually came here to do. And I had to learn this the hard way. I will tell you a true story. I was in love with this guy when I first got here. And I he had me torn up and twisted. Like, I couldn't even, like, breathe because I was thinking about what the hell he was doing and why am I not his girlfriend and why is this not working? And you know what he told me one day? Straight up, he's like, focus on yourself. Don't give a fuck of whatever it is that I'm doing. And that was true reality right there For sure. straight in your face and you know what i woke up the next day i went to the gym i went hiking i started focusing on myself i started working on this podcast i started learning about production and i started doing things for my life because guess what at the end of the day none of these people really care about you you need to do it for yourself nobody's gonna give you a handout and let me tell you something people only want to help yeah. people that help themselves and I'll leave you with that one. That's some food for thought. Cut it, 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 cut it. Them bricks is way too high, you need to cut it. Your price is way too high, you need to cut it. Cut it, 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 cut it. Them bricks is way too high, you need to cut it. I happen to work at a bar in downtown and it's kinda it's it's a kinda good place that people like to go. Okay. And then the other day I was it was really slow and I'm talking to two of my coworkers. And we're talking about the rent in LA. And I think everybody agrees the rent is just too damn high. Too fucking high. And it just keeps going up. It doesn't it's not it's not I think it maybe will capsize or reach a bubble because I was reading the other day in an article that people are moving. It's going to capsize. It's going to turn over. 
and sink to the bottom of the sink, ocean. And sink. Let's fucking hope so. Absolutely. I hope so. But then I was reading an article the other day saying that all like all these Angelinos, I hate saying that word. I feel like the whitest woman in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was reading this article that said, Everybody from a lot of people from LA are actually moving out of LA because the rent, right. and not only LA but California, because right. the rent is too damn high. It's and, way too high. Yes. And they're opting to go to Vegas. Gross. Unless that's um, crazy. Unless I, I want to become like the again, best stripper in the world, I am not moving to Vegas. And then a lot, like, a lot of other people are moving to Arizona. Even worse. That's like vomit. In my mouth. Arizona? Um, yeah. Yeah, I used to go to Arizona when I was a kid, and that place is whack as fuck. Sorry, Arizona. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, so my coworkers... Sorry, Arizona. ...come and ask me, because I'm, I'm very passionate, as you can tell, about these issues. <laughs> and I'm passionate about Arizona. Fuck Arizona. I'm fuck kidding. Arizona. Arizona. That's how passionate I'm, I am. I'm sorry. I used to go there when I was a kid, and I used to look around and be like, what the fuck is here? What is here? What can be here? What can live under these conditions? Desert. Nothing. Lizards. And, and like cactus. Like, horrible. Horrible. So, back to the story. So, people are leaving. People are moving away. People are moving. People are leaving. So, we're, I'm talking about this with my coworkers, and they're telling me, Natalia, how do you feel about gentrification? And I point blank said, gentrification is bullshit. It absolutely sucks. So, what is gentrification? So, for everybody out there that doesn't really understand what gentrification means... I'm going to read it from the Urban Dictionary. According to the Urban Dictionary. Because if anybody knows anything about my so-called LA life and Natalia and Eric Sanchez is that we get most of our... What is it called? Inspiration. Inspiration? No. We get most of our definitions (laughs) from the the Urban Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. Yes, yes. (laughs) I think it's just... It really says straight to the point. It's pretty straight up. Yeah. It it keeps it real. keeps it 100 So I'm reading the Urban Dictionary and it says this about gentrification. When a bunch of white people move to the ghetto and open up a bunch of cupcake shops. That's the first one. The second one was a racist term used by Hispanics to express displeasure over having a white person living near them. That's actually a very funny one. And then the last one is when uppity white people move into a ghetto and take over real estate, which fucks over the current residents, usually followed by the opening of a shit tons of Starbucks, Nordstroms, and Whole Foods. Okay, all those are true. I, in, in, in my opinion, from what I know, you know, about gentrification, what I've seen in my old neighborhood and stuff like that, it's a, it's a real. It, it's, it's all those things, no? It's a reality, but I, I want to know. Where it ends. I mean, Once, no offense to white people either, because white people are all my homies. No, and, it's on, not offense like, to white people, but that's it, my people. but it that's my is. Cousins. It is the fact that where the when does it end that all these people come in because they're cheaper rent and it's more affordable. And it's not a white people thing either, though. It's like a it's like this Silicon Valley fucking bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. And but where does it end? Like, what happens when everything else is going to be everything's going to be gentrified? Where where are we supposed to live? Where are we supposed to move? I mean, seriously, I need to go to Temecula or something, Riverside. God kill me if I have to drive from Riverside every day to be able to come to L.A. and work here. I've prayed my whole life that I would never move to Riverside. <laughs> that's, that's like There's God like honest. donkeys that's, in Riverside. That's a 100 and a prayer hands emoji. Straight the fuck up. I never want to live in Riverside. And I don't care about no housing prices. I don't care what I have to do. I'm going to work hard. I'm not moving to Riverside, period, okay? Fuck this gentrification shit. It's too it, much. It's it, out of control. It is too much. And then, 
what, what really kills me is I have a specific thing that it just made it seem like, okay, this is really happening and there's no... There's no way this is stopping at this point. It's just like a snowball effect. It's just it's just going to continue and continue and continue again until yeah, it capsizes. What does it actually accomplish other than getting more people from other places to move to another place, to fuck up that whole area. And then get right? gentrified again. And, and then they move away because their little tech thing fucking blew the up. The little bubble burst and now they leave and now you have a bunch of overpriced places and now you have places that are literal ghost towns. That's that's what's going to happen. Absolutely. Even, and, and you can see it coming but it's all about the money to come in there and buy this but shit it's, and it's, sell it. It's all about a very it's a very instant short term goal and people don't understand this for sure it's a quick hit it's a sure. quick hit and then it just it comes to a place where people have been living for years having families having businesses for years and it's making it completely impossible to live in and now these poor people that have been creating their entire life around this and they're not even poor that used to be the middle class that used to be the middle class but these i mean i'm not saying poor people i'm saying poor people are like i feel bad for them <laughs> yeah that, oh they're not actually poor they're yeah, not the they're peasants. not actually oh. poor <laughs> i was thinking about the peasants and the help <laughs> yeah <laughs> who has help anymore can't afford that shit mcdonald's <laughs> anyway and then they're forced to move out of places they've been leave, living there for years. And where are they supposed to go? This is what they know. The, the, their children are in school. Now they have to come up and move out because Whole Foods decided to start creating a more budget-friendly 365 market. Right, right. And... Who told you that everybody wants to go to Whole Foods and fucking buy Brussels sprouts there for $8 a pound? I don't want to do that. I didn't grow up with Brussels sprouts. You're you're putting these shops and these places in middle of communities where the community doesn't want it anymore. I'm telling you, it, this Whole Foods is in Silver Lake. Do you think they have pig's feet in, in Whole Foods? How is a Mexican person or a Latino person that loves pig or pork supposed to go to a 365 and ask for pig's feet? Uh, 365, it's a stupid name. It's a freaking stupid name. I mean, the whole idea of opening all these places up, it's not helping anybody anymore. It's just making everything a lot tougher. I, I think that they have already exposed themselves. At some, and like there isn't a day, okay? It's just like a machine. There isn't a one thing or a one, like a race or anything, you know? I've, I've seen this. I've seen it in my old... You know, old hometown. It's all kinds of people. These little fucking tech nerds and shit. They come and get this job. They leave. It's over. Everyone's looking around like, what the fuck just happened? It's like a tornado. And then you're like, uh, uh. And then we have to start over. And then what the fuck just happened, right? It's like you're... It's like people are coming in, building everything. You're getting ass raped with with all the prices. And then you're being left... All the holes. And all the holes (laughs) by society and all these gentrified people and then they're just leaving you and then you're like what the hell just happened to me and now you live in compton and are worried because they're coming over there too no now you're living in compton that's trying to look like abby look that's what i'm saying if i go to if i go to compton i'm gonna tell you right now all you (laughs) gentrified people this is a threat if i go to compton and it looks like abbott kenny and i see 
Persoles and the little freaking, and dockers and like the top siders. And top like, siders. If I see top siders that aren't blue or red in Compton. I'm shooting somebody. Oh uh, my god! That's I crazy. mean, that could possibly be one of the worst situations that could ever happen. If I have to go to that Kmart on Adams Boulevard where everybody there is wearing a purple weave, and suddenly I see like like millennial soul wearing motherfucker saying, "Oh my god, a real actual Kmart! I've never seen one of these." I'm going to shoot up the place. If I I take the 60 East (laughs) and I get off in like El Monte, okay, and there isn't like a caneseria right there selling me like fresh, whatever, dog, cat, whatever, and I... (laughs) If, if that's not there and it's like like fresh a, iguana like, and if from it's the like tree. if it's like a 365 like fucking kale stand it's over it's like if you want to you're bougie you get on the car get on your uber get on the bus the metro and you go to west hollywood you go to beverly hills you go to westwood you go to century city and you get that and then if you want a little bit more like dingy go up to hollywood and if you want a little bit more ethnic Go to Koreatown and, and, and little Bangladesh. And if you want like complete straight up bomb, go straight to downtown, you know, and it's been working and it has been working for a while. But now I feel like everybody's kind of confused and everybody wants to be tolerant. And oh, yeah, you can't say shit. You can't say shit about shit no more. Yeah. Like everybody wants to be just tolerant. And guess what? It's worked for years to have that separation between races. There's tolerance between them, but it works to have that separation because... Well, but it's not even a, an issue of like trying to mix races or it being a bad thing to mix races. Income. I grew up in, I, in, a, in a completely Mexican neighborhood. We had the white homies everywhere and it was all good and they were like the black dudes and that was a problem, but that's another issue. But you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not like a race thing. It's an economic it's thing. An it's like thing. economic fucking genocide. They come in here, whatever corporation comes, they buy up all these old school ass places that have been there for 20 years making a shit ton of money for their community and helping out and giving people summer jobs and all this shit. Yeah. And, and they buy them up and they and they make whatever stupid little bakery that I probably go to because they have amazing scones <laughs> and their fucking coffee is so legit. But you know what I'm saying? I think it's funny. All this gentrification talk and all this talk about all these elitists coming in and wanting to change everything because it serves them a purpose. Right. But I think it's very hypocritical, especially because it's very one-sided and it's very selective. And this is where I'm going. There's this new thing that's been a, a new bill that was passed about tranny bathrooms, right? <laughs> Which is, that's not a legal term, is it? That is not the legal term, but apparently I can't say transgender too many times because it's a tongue twister for me. Come on, you can so, do it. Say Caitlin, it. Caitlin, Caitlin. <laughs> Three times in a row. Caitlin, 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 Caitlin. Good, you did it. Caitlin bathrooms. Anyway, so what I'm getting at is... All this, people are very selective of what they want to happen. Right, right, right. So they want everybody to be living this great elitist life until it comes to public restrooms. What happened? Like, what's going on? What, we can't let trannies into restrooms anymore? I thought they were already allowed to go into restrooms. Well, apparently people are riled up. They're all, like, they have their panties in a bunch, or their tranny panties (laughs) in a bunch, better yet said. And my, my real question is... What is the cutoff to be able to go into a tranny bathroom? Is the cutting off of the penis? Is that the cutoff? Well, or is that what lets you in or what doesn't let you in? See, I don't even understand like the whole debate. Because is the debate, 
there needs to be a bathroom where everyone can go into because if that's the case then that's been around for like a long time everywhere in the world so what is the actual debate or do you have to be a transsex transgender whatever the fuck to be like i don't get it is no, there a card? Do you have like a membership? I don't understand. Is, is, it, like, like, is it like Costco? Who's gonna patrol this? Who's Are the gonna... toilets bigger? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get more toilets when you pay fifty bucks a month? I don't understand. I don't understand it either. And and the thing is that like who is gonna patrol these bathrooms? These public restrooms? Like is, they're gonna have now a security guard outside, like a club. So no, asking, I'm... oh, where's your tranny card? Oh, you can come in. You can't come in. And I think it's stupid because everybody wants to be tolerant and everybody wants to gentrify everything and everybody wants to everybody to be equal and to have the same opportunities and not when it comes to trannies apparently. So let a motherfucker pee. Let a motherfucker with high heels and a penis go into the women's bathroom and take a shit. Sure, I mean, if he's if he's like, fabulous, if he's fabulous, he could go in into it and be like, yes, or do whatever he needs to do to get in there. Fine. That's fine. But if he goes in there looking like a dude, that's just wrong. That shit's wrong? You better have, like, eyeliner. You, know, you better be dressed like fucking Dennis Romero or something. You know what I'm saying? Like like Dennis Rodman, better yet said. <laughs> if, exactly. If you're fabulous, you got lip gloss on, the whole thing. If Even you look, though if you look like a man, you just, you just, you just but if you're doing makeup. It, you got a wig heels. on or a weave or something, yes, you can go in there all day long. But if you look like a dude who's just like, you know... With like a bow in his hair, be like, "Oh, girl, no, no." So you can't. That's weird. So you're telling me a tranny can't be wearing Air Force Ones? No. And a no, sweater. No sneakers. If no, none. And then say, "Listen, I consider myself a woman, even though I'm dressed in like all my Air Jordans, my my entire Air Jordan outfit is on, but I still want to go to the women's bathroom because I identify myself as a woman." As long as they have a jean skirt on, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Hundred percent, you're in. Because look, on Santa Monica, I feel like the jean skirt is like a tranny staple. Okay, I, on Santa Monica, <laughs> where I, I live off of Santa Monica. Okay, so I once saw a guy who looked like Bo Jackson, <laughs> and Bo Jackson was a thick dude. Okay, Bo Jackson. Google in a it jean, if you don't know who he is. Yo, he's a big man. Yo, look up Bo Jackson in a jean skirt, and he was trying to get a bike out of a donut shop, and he was struggling. So that was like. 10 12 years ago so check this out that means that on santa monica boulevard the donut shop has had a tranny bathroom for now 10 12 years i'm sure it's been going on who cares that's the problem nobody cares but i think it's it's very hypocritical of everybody just saying every everybody wants to be equal and tolerance and we want to bring everything yeah but why are you are you going to put it into schools what's the point of all that kind of stuff well i don't understand what's going on with this it's just like I just want to know who want, who's patrolling this. Like, it, I, I'm not really talking about schools because obviously the school and educational department can take care of this. I'm talking more of like your local, like LA Live public restroom or your or your yeah, lo- but like I'm a dude, I'll go or pee your and take a shit wherever. Sta- or your, your local metro station public restrooms. You know how many trains go in there all the time. Okay, look, <laughs> this is LA. So what's, what's LA the big metro deal? in LA metro? If you go into the men's restroom, that's just like going into a tranny restroom all the fucking time. So it's already been here, and that's my point. Like, who cares? And when it comes to the school stuff, that's just weird because when I was in elementary school, I was trying to figure out if I was Spider-Man or not. I didn't know anything about this. Other, you know what I'm saying? Like, So are you, do you think this, this whole tranny movement has become so mainstream and straight in your face that has people confused as to 
what they really are or who they really want to be? No, I don't think it has people confused. I think the people who are confused would be confused anyway because of a, a lot of things. Issues. A lot of things. Yeah. But I think that it's it's making everyone show their true colors about what they believe in and all this like fake and, and their fake tolerance and all this like fake tolerance liberal yes. bullshit that everyone's trying to be on they're like Bernie Sanders Bernie Sanders and then you're like well you know Bernie wants everyone to be in the same bathroom you're like well I'm gonna take my kid but out of I school think, I you know think, what I'm saying I think the people that are upset about this is because they walk into a public restroom then suddenly a tranny woman man shim comes in and she doesn't really want to go she doesn't know where to go but she's like okay I'll try the men's restroom but she's looking like a woman and then they're in those stalls and the tranny goes and takes a pee and then she has a bigger dick than the guy next to him so I think it's more of like insecurities at this point how about this though if you're like if you're like a beard okay so or, or if you're like a lesbian who identifies as a man but you're still a woman and you understand that. So you go into a regular restroom dressed like a lesbian who wants to be a man. A butch. A butch. But then you <laughs> go into a trend. Like, it, it just it's just weird and it gets cloudy. Like, once you try to even bring this up, it's so fucking stupid. It That's is stupid. Saying. I think anybody and everybody should be allowed to go in any restroom whenever they need to feel like they need to take a shit. And dudes take big shits and, like... <laughs> Are you, or, if you're a woman, do you want that? Do you want a guy to come in there and shit the fuck out of that whole restroom? Well, girls take big shits too, let me tell you. Like, oh, this is like, welcome okay. to the real world. Especially the lactose intolerant <laughs> ones like me. Oh, <laughs> like, God. I'll blow up any public oh, restroom out there, honestly. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, okay. Long story short. Nobody should really care if some somebody... Public, wants to use a public restroom because they need to relieve themselves. Would you rather somebody yeah, go to the restroom or have them take a shit in front of your face, in front of your five-year-old daughter when you're walking outside the street? Yeah, okay. I, so people, I, just stop being selectively tolerant. Holly came from Miami, FLA. Hitchhiked away across USA. Plucked her eyebrows on the way, shaved her legs, and then he was a she. She says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. Candy came from out on the island. Yes, hello. Hi. Still here. So you know here at My So-Called LA Life, we like to keep ourselves updated with whatever's going on in LA. And we read a lot of articles and, and different magazines and stuff, you know, just to, because we do talk yeah, about LA. you gotta LA. stay up to date, for yeah, sure. absolutely. And we want to make sure that you guys are current with anything that's going on here. And right now, I think I have grievances. Okay. And I don't know if it's with LA Weekly or just specifically with one of his featured, or I think the only featured journalist in LA Weekly, which name is Dennis Romero. And if you heard anything that happened last show, you know, at this point, I think I got beef with this man. So apparently we're still mad at Dennis Romero. I am I am pissed mad at Dennis and, and, Romero. And I say we because, honestly, I'm fucking pissed at Dennis Romero. Like, I don't, underst- I don't understand what's going on here. It, it's like, it's like, think... About the most interesting man in the world. Yes, I love that guy. Yes, everybody loves the most interesting man in the world. Now think about the opposite of that. And that is what Dennis Romero is. 
his fluff pieces for LA Weekly should be flushed down the toilet after like dire like just like diarrhea after bad curry honestly it's this man I mean I'm like heated up I have a red face going on right now I can't deal with this man so so I think that Dennis Romero I think that you say he's the opposite of the most interesting man right so when I see when I see Dennis Romero I see his opposite as like an Anthony Bourdain, like I was telling you earlier. Like an Anthony Bourdain, right? Where where Anthony goes and travels. I call him Anthony. Anthony, because you know him personally. <laughs> we're, we're close. He travels the world. He experiences different food. He and meets culture, the locals, the yeah. culture. Smokes cigarettes. He, he smokes cigarettes. Um, yeah, he ex- expands upon the history. He's doing history. rails of blow on like little like kids. First of all, asses. you know he's doing blow with yeah. kids in Morocco. Yeah, okay, crazy. so he's doing all this stuff, and then he's reporting it back to us, right? And it's coming through nice and smooth, right? So then I see Dennis Ramiro, and when I read his articles, if you could call him that, <laughs> I see a guy like sitting in the corner, like on the toilet, with pro- his laptop on. I I think I think one he's definitely like. In the corner, blowing lines by himself, like questioning his existence while trying to type something because he has a deadline, and he comes out with shit constantly. It's like bullshit. It's it's complete. I, because like I, I read up before, on some of his. I looked him up. I okay, him up. so okay, let's recap some of his articles so you understand okay. what we're talking about. And my my latest favorite that I hate the most. Okay. It's called Satanist Want to Celebrate Six Six Sixteen in L A. Do you want to read how the article starts? So the article says, um, it's also when the satanic when the satanic temple of Los Angeles has scheduled festivities for revered day in diabolic community. Six six sixteen. Yeah, you know what time it is, Black Sabbath fans. <laughs> the group which has twelve members. Okay, first of all, look. The group has okay, twelve members. No, keep reading. Just keep reading. Just for I, for shits and giggles. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Romero, you bastard. The group, which has 12 members, says it's heading to Lancaster on June 6th to take part in a satanic ritual, according to the statement. The schedule is secret, but the appearances will be designed to raise awareness of the religion. I need to stop you right there. Okay. You need to go. Tell me... I mean, it's a 12-member group. How is this cutting-edge journalism? You're talking about 12 goth kids that decided to just go in their mom's van to Lancaster to perform a satanic ritual, probably with, like, fake blood. Can you explain how this is how this made LA Weekly? I think what I just read was, like, the extent of the whole article. But on another day, he wrote about Speedweed. Yeah. Um, so on, on Friday, May 13th... What's Speedweed all about? Speedweed is a, is, a, is a marijuana delivery service, which I've actually used for many years now. And... But the funny part is that, so on Friday... Oh, so you know what speed Yeah, weed? I actually know what speed because I actually... Wait, I have, you smoke marijuana? I do smoke marijuana. And you live in Los Angeles? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Sorry, Mom. Anyway, so on Friday, May 13th, he wrote, Speedweed marijuana delivery is run out of town. Then, three days later, on Monday, May 16th, he wrote, Speedweed says is still alive in Los Angeles. So is it gone? So this man... Or came back. That's the problem. It's a whole bipolar thing. So apparently I'm reading the second article and the first article is based on an article on LA Times. 
So Dennis Romero isn't even so doing his own investigations. He's writing articles on articles that have already been put out. As he should. Because this man just yet to find some sort of investigative reporting, maybe call up Speedweed. They have a phone number. You can say, hey, are you guys not closing anymore? So the, the owner of Speedweed actually had to call them and say, listen up. Why are you writing that we're no longer in service? And, and like they were doing his job for him. They were doing. I just yeah. don't understand what you this know. What's funny about. About, about him? I'm reading a bunch of his articles, and they're so short. And and look, it's not. This isn't the thing. It's the, it's not that I don't agree with who he is or his article, or whatever. And who he is, by the way, like I looked him up. He wears eyeliner. Why? I'm not sure. <laughs> that goes to a whole other thing. Transgender, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. So anyway, so check this out though. It's not about his articles. And their substance, right? Because there is none. I think they are little codes to his friends. Like, he's putting up stuff like the weed thing was like him telling his friends that their favorite service isn't working anymore. And then he looked it up and was like, oh, hey, my bad, guys. I was wrong. It's all good. I think I think he just I, I call this journalist bipolarism. I mean, Dennis, you need to take your meds and research. Just do research. For call sure. Me. Like, you're a journalist. Just call some it's people up. Google. And, and then... Ask questions. You can't write an article based on, an art- on another article that's already out there. That's just copy and pasting on my book. 100%. That's what he does. He's really good at copy and pasting. And then retracting that and recopying and pasting when the other service has retracted their statement. Exactly. Now, I, I really want to address, though, this whole, like, 12 people satanic thing. That is not an article. That is, like, a coded classified ad for, like, a satanic orgy. <laughs> 12 people in Lancaster come the fuck on with blood all over their hands there's gonna be a webcam for sure <laughs> I, I might mean, watch it I mean the fact that this is even making it to and I understand that LA Weekly is not like the New York Times and we're not trying to it's yeah not but the field, LA Weekly's been around forever yeah, it's been it's a staple of LA it's not a field investigation you're not in Afghanistan taking like pictures in the front line I get that it's for shit sing it's it's for like informative and parties around town but there needs to be some sort of like level of respect for the reader as in I think I'm being insulted at this point by reading these articles like sure. how dumb do you think I am like why are you writing an article on 12 people you mean like 12 homies want to kick it at Lancaster and they're yeah, going mean, to they're going to be wearing goth outfits and look, goth makeup and this is like this is front page journalism? No, a real journalist if he couldn't be in Afghanistan writing about it, he'd be writing about it and like looking it up, right? But instead like Dennis Romero's in fucking Glendale at Hookah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this guy's he's like this is like okay. No, man, like put some effort into some of the shit you do because obviously you're the only motherfucker who works at LA Weekly. Is there anyone else who works there? I have no idea, but every time I open Just him up, and his 12 friends? Yeah, it's just like I feel like every time I open LA Weekly's page, all the articles are, are, Dennis, Romero, are Dennis Romero and they're shitty. And they're all shitty and I'm like is he like the renaissance man over there? Is he the janitor? Is he the editor? He's the journalist, journalist too, the the photographic journalist. They're it's all him. It's all it's like a multiple one, personalities. It's a one man show over He's there. Like, Close it up. He's like, okay, here I go. <laughs> Like, let me get show. off the phone with myself. Yeah, it's a one man. He's a one trick pony over there. Let me tell you something. His source is like an iPad and apparently the LA Times. It, apparently. I'm just I'm just saying now, I got beef with you, Dennis. If you want to maybe 
write me back or contact me about this, you can always email me. I would love, actually, I would love to have Dennis Romero on this show. And I'm going to call him out right now. I would love to have Dennis Romero from LA Weekly come to this show because I have a couple of questions to ask him. And maybe he can actually redeem himself and maybe show him, show me some of his real articles that he's put out, but that the LA Weekly doesn't want to, to, to put Wait, there. wait, wait. But if you do research on a Dennis Romero project that he actually did research on, aren't you like doing all his of his job? Like, yeah, doing his not like he job. should be paying you. Like, what yeah, the fuck? Like, stop, you should work for LA Weekly. Stop stringing me along, Dennis Romero. Give me something of substance. Something. One something. Thing. Just one thing. So I invite you to email me at my so-called LA life at gmail.com and you can and we can be in contact you can write me a fuck you letter if you want or you can come to the show and you can redeem yourself and actually you know put your real self out there and with that being said everybody thank you for listening to another episode of my so-called la life my name is natalia and this is my lovely co-host eric sanchez here headed to lancaster (laughs) for the satanic rituals Six six sixteen. Six six sixteen. Oh, Drake should have put that on the views. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you for listening. And like I always say, make fun of yourself and make fun of everybody. Learn to laugh at everybody, especially yourself. And I'll be watching and I'll be coming back to you with some more shit. Have fun, be safe. Bye. 30 on my jersey, man, I'm gifted. Whole lot of sixes, but I'm still like, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Six point star, lion of the Judah. All my niggas ain't all rockin' Gucci. Wanna do it, then we all gotta do it. Got the key and now the door's open, then we all going through it. Whole city at your head for the boy. I ain't even got a call known for it. Me and all my niggas doing well, doing well, dawg You not from the city, I could tell, I could tell, dawg Did it, did it, did it by myself, by myself, dawg Blew up and I'm in the city